Welcome to the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name is Sean, and I am super stoked for today's episode because shortly I am set to be joined by Spencer Kane and Caleb LaDuke. These amazingly talented musicians came together recently to collaborate on their hit single, Numb, which is available for streaming everywhere. But before I get to that, you can now get our Sensibly Cynical coffee mugs. Check out the link on our Instagram at Pod. Bonfire has a lot of great um, color options available. Tweet me a picture of your coffee mug at Cynical Sensibly. Okay, now here it is, my interview with Spencer Kane and Caleb LaDuke. Joining me now, the fantastic power duo, <laughs> I don't know, recording artist, Spencer Kane and Caleb LaDuke. How are you doing, guys? What's up? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm well. So is this like a bromance or whatever? How did you guys get started? I like on this collaboration. Yeah, I think we uh I think we met through the internet first, you know. Yep. Typical yeah, typical uh modern day romance story. I slid in his uh, DM. <laughs> 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 yeah. Is that uh, what happened? Had, uh, yeah, we had we had someone set us up on a blind date, i.e. my manager. Um she got in contact with Spencer and was like, Hey, my artist uh you know, would love to do a session with you. So, and like, we've had mutual friends, like we've known of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, right. but yeah. Then we, then we, we hit up a session um, and that's how we, we started to get to know each other. Yeah. yeah well, um, Spencer, what was, I know this is a, a contrast in your career, right? What was it like joining Anthem Lights? How was that a big shock? Was that a big shock as far as mentality as an artist or talk about that transition? Yeah, no. So uh, I had been doing music as a solo artist since I was 13. I started um, and it started as honestly like a thing to also fall back on in case sports, you know, I break a leg, twist an ankle, whatever. And it just kind of like is a career ending thing Mm -hmm. Um, because that was the plan from day one. And then as I got older, I kind of realized, wow, I'm not as far along in sports as I thought I'd be. And music's really progressing really well. So yeah. maybe maybe we need to change gears. So solo music since I was 13 and really started pushing that, really started progressing that. Uh, mm-hmm. Had some opportunities come in fall and then out of nowhere, uh, <laughs> when I was 19, a member of Anthem Lights hit me up. We had a mutual producer friend and he was just like, hey, you want to join our band? Like we have a guy leaving. We do a lot of the similar <clears throat> things online. I'd been doing a lot of covers and a lot of like social media driven stuff. So right. they just kind of worked out as a perfect fit. They didn't keep me from doing my solo stuff i continue doing that on the side but right sure it's uh it's kind of been nice to form a brotherhood i'm an only child so like be able to have three other dudes to do music and life with has been pretty nice yeah um so you said you started in 2013 what was it what was it like back then i mean i know you know uh things are even a little bit now there wasn't uh there wasn't this crazy like dependence on it right i mean people still had did people still have these things called cds back then (laughs) <laughs> we, like, oh man itunes was still you know the main kicker primitive, uh, yeah. youtube bieber had just popped off like on the youtube route so all the artists were flooding to that platform right um right. you had instagram twitter facebook all time kind of taking on an entertainment aspect rather than just like social interaction amongst your people group so right. it was it was a weird time to be learning things that 
have honestly scoped and shaped what music is today. Mm. Uh, but it was cool because, you know, it felt like we were a part of something that was like really happening across the nation. There were, there were whole social right. media tours. Vine was happening. So I mean, sure. Oh, Vine. It, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, and I mean, like we got Sean Mendes from Vine. We got plenty artists, actors, comedians. So I, it's just been, it's been cool to see the industry change and you got to have to just keep up with the wave or else you'll get mm -hmm. left behind. I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm left behind with the whole TikTok thing. Like oh, I love oh. it. I consume it, but I can't keep up with it, bro. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, I just got into it up for the podcast account. At least Stein convinced me to do it. I was talking to her mm -hmm. on the podcast. She mm -hmm. was like, I'm like, I'm, I was 34 at the time. I just turned 35. Mm -hmm. I was like, Elise, I'm 34. I'm too old. And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, for the podcast account, Caleb, talk about your history in music, man. When did you get going? Um, yes, my dad is a producer and engineer. So I kind of just grew up um, like being in sessions with him. And then uh, I just remember like there was there was a specific time where he just played a song and I was like, yo, that's that's what I want to do. I was like, I don't know what that was, but yeah, <laughs> I got a guitar. Right. It did. It did. I'm like as corny as it sounds. I'm like, I never felt like that. Dang. Um, <laughs> so I got a guitar when I was like 12 years old and I just like, man, I just took to it, like practicing five hours a day um and then I, I started writing when i was like 15. Really? uh yeah i kind of i kind of put it down like like 17 years old to like 22. Mm -hmm. uh yeah i just like kind of like put it down i went to college and wasn't really focused on it but then i was like i started picking it back up and i was like yo i actually love mm -hmm. this and i want to do this for the rest of my life so do you have any it's you have an inspiration any artist that you were like all right i want to do what that person does or group yeah um i love andy minio uh i just like he's like not a like like a widely widely known artist but right. i just his vulnerability and just like his realness and the stuff he talks about like that's all i'm trying to do is just talk about like real stuff because that's what i like to write about it's just my life write about my struggles my mental health so yeah yeah i like the laid back like contrast in this new song you guys got numb like mm -hmm. i like how it flows it's a good flow to it you know i i i yeah. uh and i also appreciated the uh the video like it was cool how hard was that to shoot like the rain or uh spencer what was the process like behind the video yeah no um the song we we loved it so much but it was like how do we portray um moody dark you know like in our feels without without it being corny, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like when we were, we were talking about ideas, we really liked the uh, the coloring idea of like his coloring be a harsh pinkish red and mine be like a, a dark or a more neon bright blue. Because mm -hmm. um, I feel like both of those colors can kind of encapsulate sadness and, you know, right. depression and like you feel the blues, but you're also angry, but you're also like, you know, the mix of those emotions. So we wanted to kind of portray both of those uh, my verse holds a different energy than his verse. Right. Uh, I actually had some people ask, like, how did you guys do the rain thing? I was like, yeah, that's what... <laughs> just a yeah. hose with a handle. And we put it on like shower setting and I stood way on the side. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> freezing, yo. We were freezing yeah. each other out. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and then for obviously uh, we, we needed some help with some things because we mm. couldn't both be filming for each other. So uh, his buddy, I can't remember your name, your buddy's name. Uh, Eli. Eli, yeah, right. Eli. 
Uh, Eli came through and helped us film a little bit for some shots as well. So, yeah. Yeah. All the other parts is just literally me filming Spencer, Spencer mm-hmm. filming me. Like that, that was our whole video crew is just. Me little, uh, <laughs> right. Hey, a little webcam. Nothing's wrong with webcams, you know? Web- hey, you know, I'm just going to hold my laptop at him and see if it works. <laughs> webcam action. You know? I'm like, watch this pan, dude. And it's just me like pushing the screen up and down. Um, yeah, it's I'm like, like dang. <laughs> so, the concept, like, was this like a big collaboration? Did it take a while, Caleb? What was your thought on the whole collaboration process, like from start to finish? Yeah, I, uh, I had like, I had a verse. I had the guitar part, the verse, and a hook written. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Coming into the session, I always have like two or three ideas. Just you know. You never know if you go into a session and you're just like completely blank and you're just like, oh, shoot, man, nothing is. So like, I always like to go in with at least two ideas where I'm like, okay, I can fall back on this. Like, yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then I had like this hook that I really liked. And then Spencer was like, no. Hey, he's keeping it. He's no. keeping it 100. I appreciate it. Right. Right. No, it was not like that. Spencer, he was like, he, he had a great idea. He was like, what if we, he's like, Mo, I love that. He, 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 he doused it in a compliment. He's like, I love that guitar part. You wrote so much. No, his progression on the guitar was yeah. so fun. Like literally you could listen to an instrumental of that guitar and feel something. And I feel like when yeah. that in the music, like if you can create that outside of what a person is singing, that's just right. going to be even more emotion. So yeah. that was my only idea with that chorus. No, it was it was the right call. And like, so he was like, what if the hook just followed that melody line? And I was like, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's very, it's very synonymous. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then we did the beat and then Spencer just came out with this fire verse. Like just, <laughs> he just went in, he just went in, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Caleb had a great start with the lyrics. He obviously had a mm-hmm. good idea in space and it's, it's really easy when you have a concept that you kind of like build around rather than just being like, well, I'm going to kind of freestyle this writing and we'll see if any stories right. come out of it. So right. Caleb came probably the most prepared I've ever come to a write and actually with mm. good ideas. There's a one thing coming with terrible right. ideas that you have to kind of make work. Mm. But like Caleb's yeah. like, well, I have this one thing, pulls out a guitar and play. I look at Levi, the producer, and I look back yeah. and I'm like, okay, so that's it. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be it. Yeah. this little part that i wrote um but yeah i i, I really like the like juxtaposition of our verses because uh mine's like super mellow and i think it really embodies like just the depressive state of um like just feeling numb and then i feel like spencer's really embodied like that ang like more like that angry right. like anxious side of like mm-hmm. feeling on it was just it was just great you know like the whole song just like kind of flows into like this build up of his verse right. and it was really cool yeah. to really cool to witness that yeah talk about the production of like the production time how long did the whole process take in general caleb um it took us two sessions right spencer yeah i think i think we had the demo almost done the first session we just were like yeah. finishing up some writing to it so when yeah. we came back for the second session we were able to get all the bgvs last little mm, touch yeah. and leave See, yeah and it takes a whole village to do stuff like this talk about the support you guys had yeah right. um go, go ahead oh yeah no I, I, uh we have 
Samantha crushing the PR game on the back end. Really? Uh, Kayla's manager. She's been going ham, sending us interviews, sending us questions, sending us, you know, little press release options and stuff like that, which has been really helpful to see, you know, somebody driving that other than just us mm -hmm. as the artists. Cause like artistic people can kind of get bogged down by more than what they specialize in and you know right. it's detail work that's business side of things that's organizational stuff and yeah. so mm -hmm. um i think caleb and i do a pretty good job at it but to be able to have another person kind of rooting for you and pulling for you as well and then levi just coming in and crushing the production and then yeah. our boy nick devitt with the mix and master just getting more ears i feel like one person could yeah. do the whole thing but more ears is always better um yeah samantha's great she's she's been awesome um work with here with the podcast getting uh fantastic guests like yourselves um how how has how has the music industry changed uh do you think spencer from when you started to now how has it changed like obviously i talk about this a lot like with auto-tune like do you think mm -hmm. that's helped people get assistance when it comes to just like putting i guess add-ons and remixes and stuff or do you, do you see a lot more remixes lately yeah no so i mean Few few things along that question. Like the the music industry's changed because like anyone and everyone has an opportunity at this point in the game. Like when when I was first starting out, when Caleb was first starting to write and stuff like that, like you could kind of do it on your own. You could kind of go and post videos on YouTube and hope to get viral. You could, you know, whatever social media accounts were out there, you can kind of be like one of the first few to do that. But at the end of the day, you still kind of had to get signed. You still kind of had to get that label love or that team love, distribution love to really start you know progressing things and as social media started opening up and people started understanding oh i can go and produce my own song mm -hmm. and then submit it to spotify through district kid and yeah. do all this stuff like that really kind of sent out the floodgates and i mean i would mm -hmm. i think now for the first time ever the market's just so overly saturated you really have to kind of step step into something that's unique and original um mm -hmm. but to your question about the autotune then like at that point i'm a big fan of where we're at because i feel like people have a voice far more than they ever had in the past. You know what I mean? If you were if you were a writer and you had amazing lines and amazing hooks and you had good melodies ideas, but you couldn't deliver it, that was the extent you could be. You could be an amazing session guy. You're gonna be, you know, behind the scenes with everything. But then you get to see artists like Julia Michaels and um, John Bellion and all these other people that are really like the behind the scenes types and they're writing for these big artists get an opportunity to do it themselves. Obviously they're very talented. Those are very talented examples, but you get my point. We're just utilizing some of the tools that we have at our disposal now is really kind of allowed for some of the great artists we know in 2022 to be a thing, because I don't know if they would be back in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about this. Uh, you're still with Anthem Lights. Talk about that. Talk about that group real quick. Like, well, like I know we briefly mentioned earlier in the podcast, like, so talk about the history of that group. Yeah, they've been around for 12, 15 years ish, somewhere in there. Um, I joined six, six years ago when I moved to Nashville. Yeah. I also joined them. Um, and they've had two member changes, one guy before me and then the guy I replaced. Uh, there's four of us and they, they started off signed doing the original music tour in the nation. They did right. one cover in between when they got dropped from their label, they did a cover and it popped off and mm. they were like, wow, that took us two days of work. And we saw <laughs> we got a million eyes to see us. We didn't have to yeah. be on the road for two months and, you know, be away from our friends and family. And we could still be seen by the same amount of people. So it kind of mm. just changed the progression and the route. And, uh, it's really been cool to see what that has influenced on my end of things and us all kind of experiencing new things through that. And so it's just been a great learning experience and uh, a fun time, honestly. Oh, so you're still, you're still with them? 
I still am with them. Yep, I do, yeah. do both both sides of the spectrum here. Multi multitasking. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Caleb, I saw another video of yours um, down in oceans. Was was that That's like my a song, yo? That's my jam. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. What was that the, is uh... on consistent radio play at my wife's radio now because it's such a bop. I'm serious. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank yes, you. Sir. My favorite. Talk about talk about that uh, process, man. Mm. Um, man, that song was like it was just like that song of my career that everything just felt right about a track. You know, just, it, it just like, I don't know, man. I just like lyrically, like, it was almost as if I was looking at a song that was like written by an artist that I look up to, you know, and that, that might sound pretentious, but like, it just, there's, I'm very, um, very like, I critique myself a lot. So to like have a song where I'm like every single part of that song I love is like big for me. You know, like it, it just, it's a good feeling. Um, it was just such an honest, it's just such an honest song. Like I was just sitting at my desk. I was, uh, I was, I was doing customer service for a print shop mm. and I was sitting at my desk and I went, I was like, Oh, that's a cool melody. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just like, I just began writing it and it's just like a conversation with God. Um, yeah, I just I just felt like the farther I got away from my relationship with God and my faith, like the more the thoughts came in and like poured over me and like anxiety and like doubt and depression. Um, and yeah, so I love that song. And then we did a music video for it, which is like, yeah, I, I just I love it. Man. I, I'm that song. I'm like the biggest fan of it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. So I'm I'm very proud of that that work. You do any? Um, I know it's just like pre uh pre-pandemic but do you do any like shows around town like do you do you play live around? yeah um before i was doing a couple but i actually just got my first like legit show um and spencer actually did like one of these shows with breaking sound Fire. um at analog at hutton hotel so march 5th you know we're gonna we're gonna tear it up man i'm i'm oh. excited yeah so i'm excited to just start doing shows and like you know revive that part of my artistry mm, where's this show at uh, analog at Hutton Hotel. Cool, man. And tickets? Yes, there's a ticket link. If you go on my Instagram, um, there's a ticket link right right in my bio. Yeah, so, there you go, man. Hey. Uh, um, so what's your thoughts, uh, Caleb, on um, how important YouTube is? Like, do you, are you a big believer in, like, YouTube? Or do you think what, like, because it's good music, it'll make it regardless, is what I'm trying to say. But do you, are you a big YouTube person? Um... Man, I'm not a content creator. I'm just not. And like, uh, it's it's something that like I know I, I need to get better at, but I just I hate it. With, I just hate it, man. I hate creating content. I like to make music. I like to make good music. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I don't have really that big a following on social media, but like, I do believe like I've worked very hard to like bring quality to my music. And, right. uh, you know, I just, I just think, I do think like there's a different route for everybody, you know, um, there's different routes. Like, you know, some people could maybe pop off just doing live shows and word of mouth gets around and mm -hmm. the right person hears it or, um, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what my role looks like as a content creator, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cause it's, I know, I know Spencer and I have, have shared this. We're just like, ah. Oh. TikTok, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just like, getting started on it, man. 
I don't know. Yeah, just let me make just let me make good music, man. And like mm-hmm. I just um, I, I just hate having to come up with a gimmick to like sell my music. Yeah, it's all um, about this in, uh influencer thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not an influencer. <laughs> People make good money doing those things. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So much yeah. so much yeah, money. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Crazy. Yeah, you um, definitely can't. And I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, no, no. I'm not yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. jealous of some of these people that can just spend their entire day behind a keyboard. I couldn't yeah. do it. It clicks for some people, man. It just, it, it hits. I mean, I, I used to do the selfie thing when Instagram was the main platform and, you know, you play the game, you build the fan base, hopefully. So, I mean, like, I get it. I know <laughs> how it works. Yeah. Just changing what you have to do every day. And I, I mean, I just, I'm older. Uh-huh. I'm not with it as much as I was when I was younger. So <laughs> I get um, it. So Spencer, talk about, mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Goat. What was, oh man, what a yeah, that song! I just, that song. You want to talk, talk about a banger, talk, bro? That talk about <laughs> talk about that one, man. That video is crazy. I man, that it. was that was a fun one. Uh, it's funny. The dude sent me the beat, uh, <laughs> but with a different sample. It had this really, really dope baseline sample. I was like, man, uh-huh. it's like one of the hardest things I've heard. And then <laughs> uh, I I asked him. I was like, hey. Just before, like, you know, because I, I tracked, I wrote the whole song, did the whole thing. I'm, like, bumping. I'm, like, dang, this is crazy. And then I asked him, I was, like, hey, I'm about to submit the song. I just need to make sure, like, it's not a sample or anything. He's, like, oh, yeah, I took it from a song. I was, like, what would you take it from? And he was, like, yeah, I took it from this, <laughs> ni- took it from this 90s hip-hop song. I was, like, dude, you don't tell me. And I put this up. And for whatever reason, somebody on the Internet blows the song up, like, yeah. I'm getting sued, bro. You got to <laughs> tell me that. So he had to go and rework the track. And we ended up coming up with the baseline that's there. Now, I don't even remember what the song was that we had before. But uh, the producer was a hundred grand. Um, and he, mm. he sent over that track. It just had a right, it had the right bounce. It had the right feel to it. Um, mm. I've been really into like the 90s and early 2000s hip hop. It's just that break beat kind of mm. thing. So uh, not that I necessarily pulled that off, but it was mm. definitely something I was just in the back of my mind like, I need to write some lines that I feel like would fit that kind of thing. And um, mm-hmm. I don't really rap. I don't, I'm not really a rapper. I'm more of a singer. Right. And so this was like kind of my first stab at just like purely no auto tune, mm-hmm. no singing, just like, let me talk lines. Like, let me truly just try and rap. And I ended up being what we came up with and I, I was pretty proud of it. So it, it was fun to tie, tie it all together. And the video was, was fun. It was goofy. It was chill. It was yeah. right around my house. Like we were just hanging out and, my neighbor was out raking leaves. I was like, hey, you mind if you just like do whatever you're doing in the yard and I'll rake your leaves for you and you can just be in the background of this video? And she's like, okay. Like, she's like <laughs> old grandma. She doesn't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so then I played the song and she was just like, I, I have no idea what you're doing, but my son makes movies, so you do your thing. I was like, okay. <laughs> so um, it, was, it was a good time making it. Yeah. I asked Caleb this earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. What about your influences musically? When I want to sit down and chill, this is who I listen to. That is an evolving question. Uh, I'm. It's like asking me what my favorite movie is. Like, I could never give you that answer. Like, I need genres and I need, like, at least five of a list to give you, like, just, like, I, I don't Very have end <laughs> all, all. You know what I mean? Like, it's so many sub genres. Spencer, but, uh, were, they, were they all at the halftime Super Bowl show? Were those no, the five I, you talking Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Were those the five you were talking about? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. No, I just, I, I, if, you know, sometimes I want to just like get my car and cruise. And so like, I'm going to put on blast like BLXST. Like that's one of my new favorite artists in the game right now. Um, But then there's dudes where I want to get hyper. I want to feel inspired and creative. Mm. Uh, And I listen to dudes like Beam um, who is like newer to the scene now. And he's producing, he's on Bieber's record and Bieber's on his thing. And like, 
you know, so like those are like more modern influences. But I mean, at the end of the day, when I first started out, Bieber was such an inspiration to me because it was like this young kid doing covers, doing doing the thing. Like it was a dream. Like like he lived the dream and you watch the movie and you, you know, I, I had I had some meetings early on when I was younger, kind of starting out that like felt as if that was progressing. And they obviously didn't pan out. But like that whole mirage of what that season was for a time really was kind of a large portion of my motivation to try and start doing music. Mm-hmm. And so um, as I develop more skill sets within the music industry and being able to sing a little better and dance a little better and perform a little better and figure out how to work in the studio and, or, you know, do all that kind of thing. My influences musically changed because then I started understanding why people were making choices they were making, why right. someone sang a line a certain way and uh, working with certain people in the studio has just kind of <clears> brought that out of me. And so uh, that influence question is so, so hard for me to answer. Cause I'm like, I don't, mm. it's, it's literally <laughs> like my playlist is like, pod hard rock to a jazz oh, band, yeah? to a hip-hop song to a pops like i yeah. just I have no consistency so i'm a rock guy too so oh love rock yeah so yeah, yeah i um I, uh, I probably you know i'm uh born in 87 so i remember all the night well i won't say yeah. all the 90s but i remember most uh-huh. of the 90s <laughs> so oh, yeah no my my dad was a huge rock and roll fan so from like 70s to early 2000s every yeah. time we get in the car he's putting on nirvana back you know all these other <laughs> you know bands from the, that time and i'm just like man this is this See, is the thing it was a it was at a time when you know people weren't racing to spotify people weren't racing they were just right they were just handing out these cds you know and mm-hmm. i remember being um you know, even at clubs, like I was in college in the two, mid 2000s and people were handing out CDs back then. And then some and then in the 2010s, it just stopped. People started. Yeah. Well, I don't need to hand these things out. Just go to whatever dot com. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it's obsolete. No, I don't I don't have a C, I don't have a single CD player in the house. Like if you asked me to play like a CD at the house, I'd be like, I literally can't. I'm sorry. Really? I don't have anything. I don't have. A, I, I have a. I, I, I have, have like my a, PlayStation. Or, uh, yeah, I have Laptop. some classic CDs that I play every once in a while, but I'm pretty much the same way. I got my iTunes and all that. Yeah, Caleb, I mean, go with the time. Caleb, Caleb, are you a are you a music head? Like, what's your what's your like go to band? Oh man, I'm like very similar to Spencer. Like, I probably like two or two, one or two or one to three songs by a bunch of different artists like there's there's very specific people like j cole i love a lot of his stuff this mm-hmm. dude dandelion he's this uk artist from and he's like this like r&b piano guy like i love like the majority of his projects and andy minio like i said um and neo oh my gosh bro <laughs> any any neo song is like pretty much a slapper for me because like i growing up i was uh i i I didn't listen to R&B or anything but Christian music till I was 16. And then I found Mm -hmm. Neo and Usher and I was like, yo, what is this? And (laughs) why has it been hiding from me? So yeah. Yeah. Usher is someone too that Usher's kind of changed the game too. I mean, a bunch of these people we've mentioned has changed the game, but Usher Mm -hmm. was one of those where he, he bridged the gap between, between eras. Yeah. Yeah. He brought them together. I sure. I joked about I joked about the halftime show, but like a lot of those guys were like, and Mary J. Blige, of course, but a lot of those yeah. guys still bump right now. You know, fifty. I think fifty is still doing stuff. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw like Dr. Dre just released an album or something. Snoop yeah. Dogg. Snoop Dogg put out a whole album. Was yeah, Snoop? yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a big. I'm from the East Coast. So I was a big Fifty Cent. People don't realize how big Fifty Cent was. 
was yeah, huge, bro. I, I thought it was. I thought it was so cool. Like a lot of these dudes' music and like their their records and their track records and their like history of their whole thing has shaped so much in entertainment culture. And to be able to right. finally give it its praise and acknowledgement with one right. of the biggest stages of all time, which is the halftime show. I thought it was so cool. Like people, you know, will be upset. Oh, they weren't dancing. They weren't doing this crazy stage show. They weren't bouncing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like you knew every single song. You mm. knew where it was. <laughs> you knew why it was re- like right. reasonably popular in the sports world. Like that, it, it was cool to see it get its recognition and respect in that space where yeah, it's I, literally I, been living but never got the chance, you know? I feel like Kendrick Lamar got a bad rap like the day after that. Like I, f- I felt bad for him because I heard people, I heard people making jokes about Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, if you looked at Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's like discography, you know what I'm saying? Like from <clears throat> start to finish, he's legit. You know, Kendrick's one of the best in the game, if not. But all people time. were people were That's like, but they're gonna troll. They're gonna troll. People are gonna troll. They are gonna troll. But you know the 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 OGs that were up on that stage at halftime would not have had Kendrick <laughs> as well if they didn't also don him. Next yeah. Up. Right. 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 So, Caleb, do you got any good uh, stories to tell from the industry? Um, hey, this is an explicit show, so you can go wherever you want to go with it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, uh, man, no, not really. I mean, the first show I ever did, I like, see, I, I'm, I would say I'm pretty, I'm pretty decent at guitar. Now, do I know how to like set up a guitar and like, like pedals and amp no i don't so uh my first ever show in tennessee um i like couldn't figure out my pedal board and so i had to ask this complete stranger to help me and he ended up becoming one of my best friends and uh and like producing the majority of my music so i guess that's a that's a pretty cool story it is man Um, that's cool that's that's cool you know you you never know um you know always keep friends you know (laughs) that's it right Spencer, do you got any do you got any interesting stories? I mean, we used to do a lot of schools. Um, I did a lot of school assemblies because every year schools have to block out a time in their year to do anti-bullying sem- seminars. And so I would come <laughs> yeah. in and I would do the anti-bullying thing. And sure. Do it well. um, and so we did a little run from like Missouri up to like South Dakota and like hit a bu- in Iowa and hit a bunch of those schools and stuff. And, um, and I, I remember we hit a rain, a snowstorm so hard, like that it was to the point where we like, we're having to go like five mile an hour with a van and a trailer. We're all tucked in there. Me and my dancers, my dad, and we were like, just driving, which yeah, I had dancers is whack, but, um, (laughs) and then we would pull off the side of the road and like nearly dying. We had a trailer get stuck at the bottom of the hill with ice. Like, I mean, stuff like that happened. Um, okay. This is the craziest story I know about. It didn't, I actually, it was my band, but it didn't happen to me, but you guys are going to lose it. So this lady, this girl, she, uh, the band has like a Christian background. So there was like the, a lot of the time they're doing churches, they're doing Christian events. And, um, the promoter hit the band up. I, I'm telling this story. I wasn't even in it, but the band gets, uh, asked to come. The promoter goes, Hey, uh, you know, we're, we're getting details, getting information for the show and it's progressing, it's progressing. Now we're like two weeks out from the show. Right. And they've been communicating with this lady and they eventually take one more call with her or one more email exchange. And she's like, awesome. Oh, by the way, I had a dream last night and God revealed to me that my husband was going to be attending your guys's show and his name is Matt. So I'm going to be meeting my husband the night of your event. And I can't wait. Thank you guys again so much for doing this event. I'll see you guys later. Send. That's it. The guys are what? like, whoa 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 hold on like okay cool whatever 
So they get there, right? We got the opening act, whatever. They meet the promoter. Nothing's been said. Nothing's been said. Anthem lights headline the show. They're about to go out. She goes out to intro. And she's like, you guys ready for blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. Well, first, I have a thing to say. I had a dream two weeks ago that wow. God told me my husband's going to be at this event wow. tonight. <laughs> and I believe it so heartily, wholeheartedly. And his name is Matt. So, anyone and here named Matt? <laughs> I swear on my life. Everyone got quiet. No one raised a hand. Even if there was a Matt there, he was sinking back into the crowd. Matt was like, like Matt was like, Matt was like, nah, I'm not here, bro. <laughs> it's so big. She was like, are you guys sure? For real? He's not here? It gets quiet again. She goes, all right, well. And she's like awkward at this point. She's like, okay, well, without further ado, Anthem Lights. And just intros the guys right after that. Oh, that's a terrible like, intro. So the guy oh. told me that story, it's lived on. It, it killed me the first time I heard it because it's just, it, it happens so much more than people realize. I, I feel like I would walk out after that intro and be like, no. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, we're going to play this song. <laughs> right. I'd be like, hey, that was strange. Here's a song. Yeah, yeah, well, that yeah, was yeah, fun, yeah. right? All right. <laughs> right. <let's> <laughs> you just grabbed the mic. You're like, psych. Now we're going to have a good time. I'm like, yeah. I'm actually Matt. Uh, I'm, Matt. <laughs> I'm Matt. What's up, baby girl? <laughs> What's up, hey? <laughs> See you on the show. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so, Spencer, uh, talk yeah. about the future, man. What do you got it coming up in the works? So um, I haven't I haven't talked too much about it, but uh, the song "Numb" with Caleb that's gonna be the last single I drop before the album comes out. Um, I have an mm. album dropping March eighteenth. I haven't even posted that, said that anywhere, so it'll be only here. Just uh, keep for it now. For now, I'll announce <laughs> it here soon. Um, but yeah, March 18th, I got an album dropping. Numb was the last of four singles. Uh, Everything changed. Tidal Wave. I like that in Numb. Uh, and so I'm I'm really pumped because I've been sitting on this album for like two years. Um, mm. Started it pre-pandemic, went through the pandemic. Teams were changing. Distribution was changing. And I just wanted to make sure I didn't get it put out and get lost in the world. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to have a team that's kind of helping me push it to the right, right. people, trying to get playlisting and all that jazz. So We've been sitting on it, changing the track list, changed like 15 times. Songs have swapped in and out. And I finally got it submitted. And so uh, I'm just I'm just pumped. Like I thought this song I did with Caleb was a surprise last year. Like we really both looked at it and we're just like, man, this is like a banger. We didn't mm -hmm. really expect this to be so good. So, um, yeah, that's like going to be the the last one on the album. And I'm just pumped. Like I'm, I think this year is going to be cool. Uh, I'm going to yeah. probably have some more shows I'll be able mm -hmm. to post about. But for now, I'm just chilling. <laughs> working on music, being married, doing my anthem lights yeah. thing, and yeah. uh, putting this album on. So when did when did Numb get released? When did y'all release it? Uh, <laughs> when, uh, yeah, I remember. February fourth. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you just go with that. Go with that. 4th? It's available. It's available now wherever you stream. No, music, no, no, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> January. Yeah. It was back in January. In yeah. January. Caleb, what about you, man? What do you got? What do you got in the pipeline, bro? Oh man, um, you want the truth? Well, whatever you want to disclose on a podcast, that will be released next week. <laughs> Bro, I have, I think, like 70 songs in the vault. Sheesh! Wow, balling, man. Yeah. Balling. Last, mug. last year, like, Numb is the, the Numb is the first song I've released in like a year. So all last year, I was just three sessions a week, four sessions a week, just grinding songs out, man. Mm -hmm. um, so... I do have an EP dropping next month. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. And then honestly, mm -hmm. it's just like releasing a bunch. I just, I just, 
I keep writing and making songs and I'm like, this is better. This is better. You know? Right. Do you have, uh, do you keep, do you keep journal entries or you just write stuff down and journal? No, I hate Like You know what I mean? Like you write stuff down on a, on a paper, on a note or pad or nothing. Oh, uh, on my phone, man. I I just meant, I didn't mean journal entries. I just meant like you write stuff down, whether on paper or on app. It don't matter. Oh yeah. Sorry. It's no, so many people have just been like, you should try journaling. I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Sorry. Um, It's my, it's my, it's my age. It's my millennial, my millennial age. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, People listening to this, like, what the hell is a journal, Sean? Get with the times. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, there's some artists that like, they, they stick to the the pen and pad, but like, that's just, I, I just feel like I can write better whenever I'm on my phone. I just write in my phone's notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, that's where I feel comfortable. That's what I started doing when I first started getting into like pop and hip hop. Um, I know Spencer, you, you write more on a pen and pad, right? I, I'm a, I'm a list maker and planner and yeah, can- some, I, I like writing on pen and paper just cause for uh-huh. some reason it just hits different and I'll yeah. lose it on my phone. So, but as far as like words and lyrics and stuff, when I'm writing music, it's on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb was like, what's this guy talking about journaling? What the hell? I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, like, yeah, that's really dumb, dude. Jeez. I'm like, you're the third person that tells me to start journaling. I'm like, leave me alone, guys. I hate writing. Is he he stalking me from Florida? Where's this guy (laughs) from? I'm like, did my manager tell you to say that? Yeah, yeah. Did, did Samantha tell you to say that shit? The- yeah, I'm like, she literally just told me I should start journaling yesterday. And I'm you're like, gonna text her. To you're gonna I text her. Like you're gonna text her like the second this shit gets off the air. Like, <laughs> right, I'm like, man, forget you. And he asked me about journaling. This is garbage. <laughs> I'm like, don't ever set me up with this guy again, man. Okay. <laughs> we need to be screening these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all fun, man. It's all it's all good, bro. It's all good. Uh, so Spencer, where can people find your music? Man, you just type the name Spencer Kane, K-A-N-E, on literally any social media, <laughs> any music site, any YouTube, any Facebook, anything you consume content, and you'll find my music, my dumb photos, my artwork, my music videos, the whole thing. Like every all of that is just type in Spencer Kane, you'll find it. Yeah, social media, like what are your handles? Yeah, Instagram, Spencer Kane Music, Twitter, I am Spencer Kane, YouTube, Spencer Kane Music. You literally, you just type type it in, you'll probably see it, the profile pop up. Caleb? Yes, sir. Where can people yeah, find your stuff? Uh, Caleb Duke, C-A-L-E-B-L-A-D-U-K-E. Um, yeah, my in, my Instagram is that, my Facebook, Caleb Duke. Uh, my TikTok is Caleb.Leduke. <laughs> so if you're, uh, if you're trying to find my TikTok, there's a lot of nonsense on there. Hey, hey he's fun. gone viral on TikTok, low key. Oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. oh yeah. yeah. One, one, are one we, time. Was, are we uh, breaking news here on the podcast? No, no. It's it a, <laughs> it a like put a finger down, white people edition challenge. <laughs> so, like nothing. Absolutely, this is the world of TikTok. Absolutely nothing to do with music um hey but he got yeah. some followers now he's got eyes on his i stuff. did yeah he's I following did. now well now mm-hmm. that now that you guys have this song you know things are going crazy i know he's no. been he's been doing better at promoting it on tiktok than i have i got uh, yeah. i got a couple more things so we'll see yeah all right gentlemen yeah. thank you so much for your time this evening thank you for having us sean yeah man and, thank uh, you sean appreciate it you guys stay safe okay and and uh thanks yeah, again well. yeah yeah have a good night man all right man adios guys Bye. All right, bye.
Okay, that's a wrap for this week's episode of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. WordPress, we are on there. And follow our Facebook page. And as always, stay safe and take care.